Well, hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to another edition of our EKN Outlap. It is episode number 40, June the 21st, 2022. And this is the preview for this coming weekend's California Rock Championship, which will happen up at Pat's Acres Racing Complex in Canby, Oregon, going to the Pacific Northwest with the California Rock Championship, a one-off event, which has, of course, a lot of... Uh, rewards lined up for the rock vegas event in uh october uh this edition of the ek and outlap episode 40 as i said brought to you by did chain powered by technology did racing chains have a worldwide rep- uh, reputation for superior quality and reliability a rich racing tradition where race results speak for themselves did pro- provides itself Uh, prides itself on engineering the most technologically advanced chains on the market to help you excel on and off the track. DID's SDH pin treatment creates an extremely hard chromium carbide layer on the pin surface that houses a soft inner core to absorb uh, extreme shock loads. DID's 219 HTZ racing chain uh, boasts this SDH pin technology, which leads to a longer chain life as well as excellent energy transmission to the wheels. Available in the gorgeous gold, the 219 HTZ is the ultimate racing cart chain. Pick up a DID chain at your local dealer today, because when winning is the only thing that matters, go with DID. David Cole, obviously the first time I've done that one. Yeah. <laughs> a little run through that. So There's a lot of big words in there for me. Yeah, edit. One, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> awesome to have DID on board with us. And again, I've been, I've been using DID, I, I, my first ever chain that I had. I know that back uh, in the 90s. So uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, same we've used them in our family a long time too as yeah. well. So uh, again, and then also the RLV specials that they've also provided us at certain race events that yeah, uh, right. for free that we've been able to use. But uh, yeah, DID is, uh, again... 219, 428, and, and 35 chain. And 35, exactly that. So David Cole here, as I said, folks, my name's Rob Howden, uh, the editor and publisher of eCardingNews.com. This is the preview. David, we're, we're rolling back on the road. First time that you've ever been up to Pat's Acres, a place I've been since 1999, I think was my first trip there. An iconic racetrack in the Pacific Northwest, just outside of Portland. Again, the event is June the 24th, 25th, 26th. We're recording this on the Tuesday. You and I hit the air on Thursday. Looking forward to, to what's going to be a, lo- a fun weekend with Andy Saisman and the whole FTK crew. Yeah, looking forward to getting my first time at Pat's Acres. Not my first time to Portland. I've been there before a long, long time ago, but it will be uh, a return to Portland in a very long time. But my first time at Pat's Acres, get to see the home of the Ager family, get to see where a lot of history has been uh, produced in, in the sport of karting with uh, the facility up there. Yeah, 1995 IKF Grand Nationals, uh, numerous uh, races in the uh, Supercarts USA Promoto Tour early in the run. Uh, they've had racing there for, for many, many years, drifting, uh, of course, a great rental car program as well. Just uh, one of the iconic racing facilities in the Pacific Northwest, and, and as David mentioned, run by the Egger family, uh, a family that has been uh, such a huge part of the sport on the management side over the last number of years. Of course, we've seen racers get out there, uh, you know, Cameron Egger, Dalton Egger, uh, Brady Egger, all out racing. Uh, but we've seen so many of them, David, starting with, of course, Father Chris Egger, uh, race director for many series. And then you look at the, you know, Dalton's been out there. Uh, Maddie, of course, working in, in timing and scoring and management and whatever it may be. They, this is a family that really is entrenched in the sport of karting. It certainly is. And yeah, you were, you're saying used to race. I was going to say Dalton still races. He does, yeah. 
Cameron's still racing, even with his wife. Uh, they're racing in, in the Northwest here and there. So I would expect to see maybe one or, or two of them racing this weekend. You know, we'll, obviously we'll see Brady probably behind the wrenches for, for one of the Rawlison Performance Group uh, drivers that'll be there this sure. weekend. Maddie will obviously be doing something uh, regards to either the racetrack and the series itself or the event itself. So, uh, and then again, Chris will be roaming around and uh, making sure everybody feels at home. Yeah, looking forward to it. We've got actually a couple of, we rented a trailer for this one, Dave, a little different than normal. We're uh, we're rolling in with uh, uh, with a rental RV and, and going to stay trackside, which I think is going to just, it's just going to make it such a cool atmosphere. That That's going to be the exciting part. I don't think, I think, <laughs> I don't think we've ever stayed in an RV together. I think we've had one. I don't think we've actually. No way. I think you I take did that what, back. Maybe Newcastle one year when I had the rig down there. No, the there. we have to go all the way back to Sebring 12 hour in 2004. Yeah, with four or five of us in that in that class seat. <laughs> it was four. It was four of us. Yeah. Oh man, that's nuts. <laughs> that was that was shower con- conservation at its best right there. Oh, we had to refill that thing with water every night. That was hilarious. Uh, yeah, that was the start of uh, Formula Car Magazine back in the day, one of the other publications that we produced. Uh, yeah, and so indeed, we're going to be staying trackside. I know Andy Say's been staying trackside with his crew. There's a bunch of people that are staying trackside, kind of building on this, what could be, you know, what the focus is on making this an annual event, come up to the track, you know, stay at the racetrack, have some fun. Let's let's go back and, and have a lot of fun here. This is this is again, we'll talk about what's up for grabs here, David. Let's let's talk about the track itself first. Um, seven tenths of a mile, 12 corners, depending on which egger you're talking to. And I, hmm. I've always laughed. I've always you'll see when we get there. The opening corner is a big kind of sweeping left hander, and it's really kind of almost like two apexes, and then you kind of come back to the right, and then before a little short shoot into a right hander. Uh well, Chris Egger calls that entire left, 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 right, turn one. So he and I have had this battle for 20 years where we've laughed our ass off about it, that that he that turn one's got like three different corners. But 12 turns in in, uh, in, in total, essentially, they, they added a bit to it a number of years ago. It was a lot shorter of a racetrack. It's seven-tenths of a mile. Built back in 1965 by the Hagar family, another legendary name in, in karting. Uh, the Eggers of Dave, Dave have owned it since 1998, but uh, this is an old school racetrack, man. This is going to be a lot of fun because it's not super, super wide. It's one of those iconic American karting tracks that have been around for, you know, like what we said, about 60 years, right? Almost 60 years. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, built in the 60s. So there was nothing to design or work off for, for karting tracks. And, yeah. and, you know, I think, you know, we, we, we always joke about, you know, Badger, Clark Club, uh, Michiana Raceway Park and Goodwood, they were they those racetracks came out of a design from a book in the 60s, I want to say. And it was, you know, your standard, there's your 90s, there's 180s, where this is like every single turn is a different radius. It yeah. has a different, you know, there's not one corner that's the same. There's not even a straightaway that really looks like a straightaway because <laughs> essentially you're turning the wheel nearly every single inch of the racetrack there's a little bit of a straight here and there but not not to the extent that we see with the with the standardized racetracks that we are having like say miller motorsports park or utah motorsports campus or a newcastle or even gopro where we have the long front and the long back straight away there so yeah this this is a uh this is again just something that was probably sketched out or something that was done with you know, uh, uh, a bulldozer and is like, all right, this looks good. You know, go working around different rate, different trees 
that's the one thing I'd like to know is how some how old some of these these trees that are around and within the, the racetrack itself. David, wait till you get there. You're going to see that this track probably, again, they said the Hagar family built it back in 65, probably with a, with a case of beer and a, and a bulldozer or a tra- <laughs> probably a tractor, right? And tractor, yeah. it was kind of, it's right alongside a river. Um, and it, you can see it's kind of probably carved out of you know, where the trees were, what they were able to pull down. It's, it's a fantastic atmosphere. I'm so excited to be going back to Pat Takers. It's been a handful of years since I've been there. Again, as we said earlier, uh, it has hosted a lot of regional events over the years, a ton of nationals. The ICAP uh, grants in 95. Scusa went up there with Jim Murley. It was uh, an absolutely fantastic place to be, and, and I'm looking forward to being there. Weather-wise for this weekend, could be interesting, Dave. It's going to be high 80s, low 90s all weekend long. So it's going to be a warm one for the drivers because it is a physical racetrack. Well, the good thing with the trees is there'll be shade. So that's going to be that's going to be a positive. They have tent over the grid area, so there's going to be shade there. But yeah, typically when you go to the Pacific Northwest, what do you think of the four letters that you don't want to say? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, to see the percentage of that happening with, you know, in the single digits is is a is a great positive. Yeah. It means none of the none of the competitors or teams or mechanics have to worry about the old back to forth going from from the treaded tires to dr- to dry tires and all that stuff. So, but the temperature, yeah, it's going to be a little bit warmer. I'm not sure how humidity is up in the in that area of the country. Indeed. Uh, so that could be that could be an issue for you know some of the people who are used to the dry heat. Yeah, you're right, uh, David. Uh, a bunch of stuff up for grabs. This is essentially the entire California Rock Championship schedule focused down onto one event. There was initially going to be a race at Cal Speed and a finale at Sonoma, but with just so much racing going on on the West Coast, all these different series. Andy Saisman, the promoter, saying, "You know what? Let's let's just get this one event." Everybody's talked about coming to Pat's Acres. It's the second trip up to the facility. The reason why they came in the first place was Andy put out a survey to all his drivers and racers at the end of the 2020 season said, Hey, where do you want to go that we haven't gone to yet for this program? Everybody said, Hey, let's go up to Pat's. And there was this, uh, this big group of people that said, I want to go up to Pat's acres. Um, we probably could have had better numbers. There's a, another couple of races. They were just a race in the Pacific Northwest. There's another event going on down, I think in California this weekend, Rock Sonoma coming off an event. So again, so much racing has probably limited the amount of people that are making the trek up. I know Jim, uh, Jim Kidd and Cassie Kidd are coming up as well, which is awesome. Uh, so there are some people coming from California. Speed Sense Motorsports is coming up. GFC Cardi is coming up, but, uh, the bottom line is, David, there's a lot of for grabs being one race, right? It's it's all about kind of earning your way into the Rock Vegas event. Yeah, it's a great chance to be able to take part in the November event that's going to happen in Las Vegas. So and, and to, again, race at a racetrack like this and, and be able to earn, uh, you know, a ticket or at least, you know, part of your your uh, entry or even tires yep. uh, to to compete in that event. And again, like you said, it's just they're, they're trying to build on something here. And unfortunately, that you know, 2021 was a little bit of a different year because everybody was kind of regrouping after COVID. Now that everything everybody's kind of regrouped, it was like there's just so many races that are going on in in this this calendar year. And unfortunately, you know, some of the, some events are 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 suffering because of that. And unfortunately, you know, people are picking and choosing where they're going and there's just so much racing going on that, yeah, hopefully again, this is going to be kind of the, you know, a buildup of, you know, an, a typical 
or an annual event that can happen at Pat at Pat Sakers. Indeed. Uh, so winning this event, uh, Rock Vegas ticket, including entry, tires, and fuel. Second place, Rock Vegas entry, and third place, Ross Vegas Rock Vegas tires. So tires, entries, and of course the full package uh, for race winners as we get uh, up to Pat Sakers for. Uh, the California Rock Championship again, uh, David. Event schedule really a TBD right now because uh, you know, in, in terms of how many drivers there are in all the categories, you never know. Andy may bring a couple of the classes together, like micro and mini. There's eight in total for each category, so there's a possibility that that schedule I think is, is something that's going to probably come together on Thursday or Friday. And again, it's a one-off, one final format. That's something that's changed, obviously, with you know the the Cal Speed being canceled and Sonoma being canceled as well. This is kind of a winner take all uh, type event, so that you know the prizes are going to be for one main event, and that you know that's that was the talk. We're still waiting to you know obviously for Andy to come out with a schedule, and then we'll know even more. So you got to expect to see you know a full day of practice on Friday, like like you would expect at a challenge event. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then uh, and then from there you know probably a qualifying session and probably a bunch of heats, but you know it could be. You know, maybe he'll throw throw a wrench at everything and make the heats, you know, a little different than what we're used to. You know, maybe True. are we going to have like, you know, almost like an Australia pursuit type style races <laughs> or, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, why not do maybe some pea picking? You know, that might be that might be a, a different, unique style right. of right. doing it. So, again, who knows with Andy? Andy's probably, you know, he just moved up to Idaho. You know, he was out mowing the lawn the other day, so he probably had a lot of time to do some thinking with the driving and the mowing. <laughs> That's true. So he's probably been coming up with some unique and interesting ideas and probably, you know, now that he's trackside ready to go at, uh, at Pat's Acres, kind of, you know, pinpointing what was a good idea what's not so we'll, we'll right, see right. we'll I see like what it. comes what comes out of that head of andy's and and just so stay tuned to all our social media e-carding news of course we're going there it's going to ekn trackside live event i'll be on the mic all weekend long david's going to provide coverage if anybody has an extra go-kart they want somebody to drive in 100 cc masters david is available i think he's bringing his stuff with him just i'll throw that out there for you david just in case i could do shifter too but i don't know if i do whoa, it really whoa, well whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> how many laps david you haven't even um, seen this racetrack, David. If you well, tried if, to drive if, a shifter around here, I don't know that you'd last 10 laps. If there's multiple heats, at least, you know, they'll keep the, the, the lap count. Yeah, if they, <laughs> if they keep the lap counts to like eight or six, you know, that'd be great. That's funny. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our first break here, when we get back, we'll have a look at the numbers. We'll let you know uh, where they are. Obviously, the, the big class right now we're looking at is Senior 100cc. We'll run you through the categories and the numbers we have as pre-entries for this weekend's California Rock Championship. CRG is one of the most iconic brands in karting, and we're primed and ready for the 2022 season with new material and a never-ending focus on winning. CRG Nordam is the North American distributor for all CRG products. Based outside of Houston, Texas, CRG Nordam supports CRG dealers across the continent, reaching every corner of North America. The CRG KT5 is our new chassis for tag and shifter racing, and it's been designed specifically for the U.S. market. The KT5 features 30mm construction with a 32mm front loop to increase front grip. CRG's new Ven 13 brake system is cutting-edge technology with a master cylinder that allows for pressure regulation within the system. Drivers can customize brake pressure to their own requirements to improve feel and to avoid brake lockup. The cart is finished with new KG 507-508 bodywork that has refined aerodynamics 
and reduced weight. For cadet drivers, the 2022 CRG Black Mirror is already logging positive results to start the new season. This chassis will be making big waves in 2022. Longtime CRG drivers will be happy to know that the CRG Road Rebel, the standard in quality and performance, is still available. With Force Cycle Racing enjoying consistent growth in North America, CRG's FS4 chassis is the ideal choice for racers in breaks and Stratton competition. From pure racing to karting entertainment, many tracks, both indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the CRG Centurion rental cart line. Five different models for both gas-powered or electric engines can fit any track's needs for a new rental cart fleet. CRG Nordam has a full inventory of rental carts available for new and existing facilities. For more information on the CRG product line, head to www.cartcrg.com and to inquire about a North American dealer near you, please email us at info at cartcrg-nordam.com. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Welcome back to episode number 40 of our Outlap podcast, a preview of this coming weekend's California uh, Rock Championship, the appropriately named event up in Portland, Oregon. So California to Portland <laughs> for this one-off event. Uh, again, Rob Howden here alongside David Cole. David, uh, again, when, anytime we see any of these races where so many events are packed in, pre-entries are often low, and then we get a bunch of people coming on the track, right? So 55 pre-entries in total, as I mentioned. Uh, uh, 17 drivers in the senior 100cc class. That's probably going to be the best one to watch throughout the weekend. Uh, Micro Rock and Mini Rock, both with four entries, a couple extra, you know, walk-ups, and you end up matching what they had last year at five and six. So uh, you got to expect maybe Micro Rock, Mini Rock going to run together on the racetrack, but I think 100cc senior is going to be fun to watch. Yeah, 100cc senior will be, you know, the exciting class with obviously the largest that we've already said and, you know, some some solid drivers that are going to be in in the category. And again, that's that's, you know, kind of the grassroots regional category that we've seen that is boosting larger numbers at the national level. Agreed. You know, we're seeing uh, that category be the highest at pretty much every national program we've gone to uh, from coast to coast, even even the challenge events that we had in, in January, February, and March, you know, 100cc senior was the category to be in. Uh, when we look at the 100cc Masters and Junior 100cc altogether, the Masters class actually uh, over double last year. They only had a couple drivers last year, five in total as pre-entries for Masters 100cc. We'll see if David Cole jumps into B number six. Or maybe Mike Rawlison. You ever know Mike Rawlison might jump in too. That would be a, he'd be, that would be a beatdown though. 
I think that would be a, an extreme beatdown considering he just was at, yeah, the Supercarts USA Spring Nationals yeah. and was the quickest out of the two Masters drivers there. And it's his home track. And it's his home racetrack. So um, yeah, maybe that's one of those where you give him like a five-second penalty at the start of every race. That, ooh, <laughs> I like that. You know, again, I, that's the one thing about, you know, this event. There's no championship on the line, right? Sure. It's a one-off event. Anything can happen. And we know Andy loves to have fun. He loves to do things out of the box, you know, a little bit different. You know, he's yeah. kind of like the new Bill Wright in a, in a sense. You know, I think when they when he wore Bill Wright's hat one time, I think it kind of passed the torch of the craziness Maybe. of Bill Wright to Andy Sazeman. So, um, yeah, you, you never know what could again. And then, you know, you, you mentioned it earlier. There was a there was an event in Medford, Oregon uh, last weekend. Yep. So there could be a number of walk-ups, you know, it was a lot of maybe a competitors who are waiting to see what happened that weekend, you know, with a championship going on, you know, that I think that was like the midway point of the championship there. Okay. I now have time to, to, to be part of this event as well too. True so yeah. there could be a number of walk-ups, especially in this category, even the junior hundred CC. Um, I wouldn't expect it so much in maybe the shifter categories. I think those guys are pretty much set, but there could be some there too. Um, and we know that we know we talked to um, some of the masters guys in 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 the uh, northwest area that, uh, you know, they're doing that northwest program. So it could be a walk up there uh, again. You just don't know because of, again, so much racing going on in the uh, in the region and in, in the country. <laughs> yeah. Thirteen uh, shifters in total, nine in the pre entries, of course, in the rock shifter class four in the rock shifter masters category. So. I expect potentially a couple of walk-ups there. Again, that's what we're talking about. We, the numbers last year were 70 drivers in total, 55 uh, drivers pre-entered coming into the event. Hopefully we'll see uh, a number of walk-ups come to enjoy what should be a pretty fun weekend up at Pat's Acres. Don't go anywhere, folks. When we get back, we'll jump right into it. We'll have a look at the drivers who are entered and getting set to go uh, at this event up in Portland. Stay with us. More to come. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races, with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe North America and Asia, becoming the CIKFIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for Junior and Senior Classes, and the 28mm Mini Kart for the Cadet Classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro De Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parallel. For more information, head to ParallelUSA.com. History, success, family. Those are the three words that can describe Comet Kart Sales one of the longest tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation located just outside of Indianapolis has provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers in the near six decades of business. 
Their online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. From full carting packages, new engines, spare or replacement parts, and safety gear, find it all at CometCartSales.com. Their Comet Racing Engine service has won multiple major events and championships over decades of karting and continues to offer the best trackside service in the industry, specializing in IAMI X30, IAMI Swift, and other two-cycle power plants. Make sure to head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. Back for episode 40 of our EKN Outlap as we preview this weekend's uh, California Rock Championship, a one-off event awarding uh, prizes and tickets and the you name it to the Rock Vegas event in November uh, down in Las Vegas, the uh, annual season ender for rock racers in North America. David, let's jump into it. We're, we're going to look at Rock Shifter, Rock Shifter Masters, Senior Rock, Junior Rock, and Masters Rock. But let's kick things off with the Rock Shifter class. Nine entries in total, and it may be nine, but it's there are some heavy hitters in the Rock Shifter class. There are. I mean, you look at the EKN driver rankings for Shifter Cart, and it includes, you know, uh, oh, top 15, maybe even top 20. There's probably four or five of those drivers, including, you know, a uh, former Pro Tour champion and current and uh, defending. Um, oh, sorry, wrong driver. I was thinking of, but uh, a, a winner this year and a former champion uh, in Kyle Wick. Yeah, you know the uh, the Track Magic GFC driver. He's coming off a big victory at the Supercar USA uh, Pro Tour, uh, the first for Track Magic at that level. And again, he's already won twice at the Challenge uh, that we saw in Tucson to begin the season in January. And, and again, so yeah, he's he's definitely got to be one of the drivers to beat. But I think. When you throw in, you know, local knowledge, I think it's, I think the the hat kind of tips over to Joey Wimsett. Yeah, I, I get, I get it. You know, Joey, of course, a former Super Nationals winner, former uh, a Pro Tour champion in the S one category. You know, Joey probably could run in the Masters class because he's been around for a number of years. But this is a guy that knows this racetrack probably better than anybody uh, trackside, maybe other than Michael Olson, right? This guy knows this track extremely well and is unbelievably quick. He's a pro driver. And it's it's a facility where he's going to you know be the guy to beat I think out of the gate. But then you look at other local guys that are going to be there. Uh, you know Jacob Gulick and a Kyle Dupel. Good to see Kyle back. Of course, did a bunch of racing in the Road to Indy and USF 2000 at one point. But Kyle, uh, another Oregon driver, I believe. He and Jacob Gulick. And Jacob's a guy that I think David we've talked about a lot. Jacob's really kind of dialing things in over this last year and a half. Yeah, he was right there throughout the uh, the challenge program. You know, he got his first uh, victory there in Phoenix, and and again is making strides with each weekend that he's on that shifter machine. Because again, it's not something that he's got a lot of experience. When you talk about Joey Wimsett, I mean this kid, this guy, guy, not kid anymore. No, <laughs> I mean he's got over you know fifteen years of shifter cart racing yeah. under his belt, probably. So. You know, again, Gulick's only in, I think, his second year now, maybe third uh, in doing the six-speed stuff. So, again, Kyle Wick, he's been he's been shifter cart racing for at least five to six, maybe even seven years. So, again, Gulick's kind of catching up to pace uh, with Wick and even Connor Wick. Kyle's brother yeah. uh, showed really well a couple weeks ago in Utah. Uh, so, he certainly is getting that pace. And, again, Pat's Acres, another racetrack that he knows really well. So, 
again, there's a lot of names with a lot of experience in this category. The one that'll be interesting to watch will be Micah Hendricks. He loves uh, shifter cart racing and loves going to uh, to challenges and, you know, doing, you know, trying to get better himself. And he goes to Cal Speed a lot. He's been to Sonoma trying to, to race against, you know, the Hunter Pickett's and the and the uh, and the NorCal guy, the Ronnie Whites that are there as well. So now he's coming up to Pat's Acres and he's going to try and, and measure himself up against those you know local studs and uh, superstars that uh, are in shifter cart yeah. ranks. And always a family deal, right? It's Mike and his dad. Usually Grandpa's there as well. Oftentimes three generations there uh, racing, which is cool. He'll be on the Croc Promotions machine. A couple other drivers on Croc Promotion carts for VNR Racing: Bryce Doney and Thomas Riddle. And then to cap off the, the field that we have so far pre-entered is one of the quickest young ladies in karting right now, uh, Charlotte Chung on the GFC Track Magic. Uh, she had a pretty good challenge in the Americas start of the year. They call her Shifter Charlotte. I think uh, again, one of the fastest young girls we've got in the sport right now. Yeah, one of the the few that we have in the shifter cart ranks, yeah. that's for sure. You know, we have a lot of young drivers in the cadets and junior ranks, but to to be in the shifter cart ranks, that's that's a rare uh, commodity. We've seen uh, who's the driver from SoCal? Man, I can't think. Taylor. Oh man, this is going to kill me. I can't think of her name now. But she's a SoCal Tony Cart driver. I can't think of her name. Oh, it's off my head. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, 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 I got yeah she's been one of those loans that have moved over. Uh, but Charlotte's one of the newer names to, to the shifter cart ranks and her along with Hannah Greenmeyer, uh, you know, racing shifters against, you know, is uh, is a pretty I'm, I'm trying to look up the name. I can't find it. Damn it. I'm working, I'm working anyway, on you, bro. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, Charlotte had, uh, you know, competed at the at the challenge all season long, got got a, you know, three months of experience racing against. Uh, you know, some of the top drivers in the country. And so we'll see how she does uh, going up to Pat's Acres and trying that that facility for the first time. You're thinking about Carly Taylor. Carly Taylor. That's who it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good 100%. job. Well, we, we see, you know, we see uh, Macy Williams jumped into it this year a little bit. Hannah Greenmeyer, as you said, um, you know, we've seen a number of, uh, of young ladies jump into, into the program, which is fun to watch. I, lo- I love seeing more girls running shifters. I think that's fantastic. And again, it's easy for me to pick up on the racetrack because there's nothing easier to pick up on track than the yellow and black of track magic. <laughs> I'm just telling you that as an announcer, it's so easy. Very, very easy. Yeah. Her, her and Kyle Wick will be uh, flying fair. the track magic colors on the weekend. All right, let's go to masters shifter rock shifter masters class. And uh, we got a couple of Illuminos drivers, Jimmy, the kid coming back up. He's going to make the trek up with Cassie. I saw them on the way up right now. I love that. Uh, we've got Randy Murphy for word racing, Rusty Lingle, another one of the croc drivers as well. Uh, Stefan Goudreau is there as well. And an Illumino. So four drivers all total, David here in master shifter. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I thought we were going to see a couple more. And again, we could be some walk-ups, you know, the, again, the, the shifter cart ranks in Pacific Northwest is pretty strong, but again, we had that, that regional race that was going on this past weekend. So hopefully we'll get some more walk-ups for that category, but I thought we'd see a couple more of the, uh, of the California drivers coming up this way. But, uh, again, a lot of racing going on, and unfortunately, you know, again, this is again an event that uh, we can build on, and 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 again, once the calendars start getting more uh, set and and loyal, you know, I think I think loyalty is the word for for a date, you know, get those those annual events going on. I think this will be one that can be locked in. Yeah, it's it's all about the date equity, right? People having a good, mm-hmm. people want to come out, they have a good time. I'm going back to that race. I'm bringing a friend. That's what it's mm-hmm. all about. And you know, you and I. 
Uh, I don't think you and I have ever gone to a, one of Andy's races, a, a Challenge of the Americas event, where we haven't really enjoyed ourselves. It's a place we always go and have a good time. The people there are great. The, the culture, the attitude, the atmosphere is always fun. Uh, so, again, 100% yeah. looking forward to this weekend. And, again, like you said, David, you start getting that data equity, second year of the program. You know the third year is going to be bigger. We're camping out again. We're going to have fun. Good. Yeah, equity. That's the word I was looking for. Go. Good. So let's let's look quickly at the at the Rock Junior, the Senior Rock, and the Masters Rock classes. You know, if you've listened to any of our uh, Outlap or Debrief podcasts from the West Coast events, the Challenge of the Americas, this is just you know the 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 one twenty five cc Senior Junior Masters liquid cooled categories are just not getting as supported as they have in the past. Hundred cc is picked up on the East Coast is different. Lots of people running. The, the Rock Senior or the, uh, you know, the X30, whatever it may be. Uh, but, David, on the West Coast, just not as much. We have two drivers in Junior Rock, two in Senior Rock, and a lone driver running in, in Masters Rock. Yeah, the Master Rock, uh, Chad Wallace, uh, a good friend of ours that we uh, we used to see at the Challenge a lot. We haven't seen him in a couple of years, so it would be good to see, uh, to see Chad once again. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, again, the senior rock could be a category that we see a couple more walk-ups. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Kieran Rogers, I believe we used to see at the challenge as well, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, not too familiar on the junior drivers, the Javier Herrero, uh, from Mexico. So he's coming up to race from Mexico. So that's a good thing with, uh, Rollison performance group and Grayson Schobert. Uh, again, not familiar with that name as well either. So, uh. Again, we'll meet uh, meet some new drivers that we've never met before. That's it. That's what this is all about, having a good time at the racetrack and getting out there with some new drivers that we haven't seen. Again, full EK and trackside live coverage all weekend long. Lots going on, David. We're planning a potential tent talk. Uh, you never know. We might do some of the nightly debriefs. We are staying trackside, so we may just do it right from the racetrack. We'll see. Uh, your coverage, of course, all weekend long. Live coverage of my play-by-play -play. will stream on EK and Radio Network as well. Um, and of course, like I said, a, a lot more stuff to come throughout the weekend. Let's go for another quick break. And we come back, we'll have a look at that big class senior hundred CC. And we'll tell you, uh, what drivers have pre-entered to hit the track at Pat's acres. The new face of competitive karting in the Pacific Northwest region is race lab. The full service karting operation is located at the state of the art cartplex facility in Oliver, British Columbia, Canada, providing everything you need to hit the track or put yourself in a successful driver development program. Race Lab is the official North American distributor for the TB Kart chassis brand, providing the full range of models from Kid Kart to Shifter Kart. Villanova Racing Karts is their flagship product available only through Race Lab. The brand carries the name of Formula One champion and Indianapolis 500 winner Jacques Villeneuve with each model produced by TV Cart. Cartplex, the home of Race Lab, is situated on the grounds of the Area 27 Motorsports Park. From full arrive and drive TV Cart rentals to leagues and competition karting, the facility provides a new home to developing the future stars of motorsports, all beginning at Cartplex with Race Lab. Follow Race Lab on social media on Facebook and Instagram or load up their website at www.theracelab.ca to learn more about TB Cart and Villeneuve Racing Carts. Race Lab. Race with us, win with us. Motor mounts are critical to producing 100% of the power your engine has to get you on the podium each and every time. 
Odenthal Racing Products provide the best motor mounts in the karting market today. Odenthal Racing Products is a family-owned and operated business with decades of karting experience, providing products with unmatched quality and value for the karting market. Our newest product is the Pro Series mount for two-cycle engines, available in 0, 5, and 8-degree angles, providing a rigid structure to help keep vibration to a medium with fins underneath to help dissipate heat off the engine. Our four-cycle EZ set is one of the most popular mounts for the Briggs & Stratton 206 power plant. Multiple mounting holes provide the most adjustability, depending on your chassis and seat placement. To ensure a tight fit to your chassis, ORP wedge clamps get the job done, featuring a number of updates to its design for a lower profile and lighter weight. The clamps are available from 28mm to 32mm in both standard and Euro sizes. Head to OdenthalRacing.com and find a dealer near you. Odenthal Racing Products, made in the USA. Welcome back to this edition of the EKN Outlap, our preview of this coming weekend's California Rock Championship, the event up at Pat's Acres. Looking forward to that, the event, the June 24th, 25th, 26th. If you have the open weekend, you're in the Pacific Northwest, and you want to come and have some fun, do it. Come out to this event, be part of the action. We're going to be there with EKN, looking forward to it. David, in this segment here, we'll do uh, we'll do the preview of the Senior 100cc, Junior 100cc, and the Masters 100cc category, all told, what, uh, 29 drivers in these three categories, leading things off those 17 in Senior 100cc. Yeah, this will be a fun category to watch. Again, you know, 100cc racing has been some of the closest and tightest racing that we've seen in recent years. And again, you throw a, a facility like Pat's Acres at these guys, there's, there's not a lot of room for error. And again, you're turning the wheel all the time. So you got to be on on point and on your game uh, in order to be quick this weekend. So, again, uh, a lot of the names we aren't familiar with. So it's going to be good to uh, familiarize ourselves with some of the uh, Pacific Northwest racers. A couple of names that we are familiar with. One includes Caleb Schrader, a uh, 2021 Scusa Pro Tour race winner. Uh, and again, was a podium finisher this past, you know, last uh, uh, couple couple weeks ago, or a couple of days ago with the uh, the Spring Nationals in Utah, was able to stand on the podium there again. So he's got to be among the uh, the favorites. And again, a local knowledge has a lot of uh, laps there at Pat's Acres, so he he could be the uh, the unofficial favorite heading into the weekend. Yeah, I find it really interesting, right? I, you know, a quick look over at 100cc senior and kind of some of the names that we had. Uh, running the challenge of the Americans, you think, hey, these guys run Andy's races. We're going to see a lot of them up there. And as you said, David, there's a lot of drivers here that we really haven't seen much before. And I think not only for FTK Promotions, Andy Sageman and his crew, and the you know the California Rock Championship, and of course everything that happens every season at the at the Challenge of the Americas Winter Series, this is an opportunity for you and I to go watch a bunch of drivers that we've never see race before. I, I, a lot of these names I haven't had a chance to say. So. As an announcer, I'm, that's one of the things I'm so excited about when Andy said, hey, I want you guys to come out with a Trackside Live program. This is going to give you and I an opportunity to meet a bunch of new people we've never seen before at the racetrack. Yeah, that's going to be the the, the the key aspect to this weekend. Again, in introducing them to the covering community. You know, a lot of people across the country will be, you know, following the coverage, listening in and uh, be able to, uh, you know, kind of get uh, get their names out there and kind of. Uh, you know, a couple names that I did see a couple weeks ago. One of them was uh, Jack Doyle. Uh, he's racing with Rollison Performance Group as well with Schrader. Um, so he had a pretty good weekend at the Spring Nationals. So I've seen him. And then Zach Meyer is another driver 
who's kind of done a couple national races here and there as well, too. So those are some kind of some familiar names. We already talked about Kieran Rogers as well. Uh, so those are kind of the only familiar names that I see on the list, but the rest, yeah, we'll be, uh, we'll be, be getting introduced to them uh, throughout the weekend in this category. The only other one I have as well would be uh, Aaron Farhadi. He finished uh, seventh in the challenge of the Americas this mm-hmm. past year, eighth yep. rather this year in the hundred CC senior category. So Aaron um, will be out there as well, running with Alex keys racing. So hopefully uh, Alex will bring up some more drivers. Again, there's a bunch of names of guys we don't know. They're running with uh, RPG, running with uh, Gary Carlton, uh, running with teams like CMC, uh, the Humble family. So it's going to be fun to see these drivers that maybe we don't know or get a chance to see. Same goes, David, with the 100cc junior class. There are a couple of big names that we've seen run up front that should be pretty interesting to watch. First and foremost would be Caleb Gaffera. He's going from the FIA Karting Academy Championship event, the trophy event over in Europe, flying straight here, uh, coming straight over, I believe, to run with Rawlson Performance Group. So uh, Caleb really crossing some time zones to come in here and, and run this event. Yeah, it's a lot of time zones. It, it certainly is. Uh, I finished 10th at the uh, at the race in Italy this past weekend on Sunday. Uh, flat flat left tire, I think. Left, left front tire. Left was front, tire, right? yeah, yeah, I think the left front tire uh, beadlock was uh, was uh, leaking some air, so it was a little bit flat by the time he finished the race. But uh, all in all, it was a, a good weekend for him. Stayed out of trouble, stayed clean, had no penalties you know, top five performance in the heat races. So that was good. Uh, but yeah, making the trek and heading to, uh, you know, the Rollison performance group home track and uh, going to do some laps there in the junior hundred CC category. A couple other names we're familiar with Steven Isert, another challenge of the America's winner, Christian Cameron, another challenge in the America's winner. So those two yeah. drivers going to be going up against uh, Gaffera and first along and second, with first Alec- and, Dave first and second in the points at the, at the challenge. That's correct. Yeah, yeah I forgot Cameron about that. Nicer. Yeah. yeah. Cameron and Isaac were first and second in the points. And you throw in Alex Rantala. He was eighth in points. So there, there's some heavy hitters in the in the hundred CC junior class. Yeah, I forgot about Cameron getting up that getting that victory this year. So uh we haven't seen him uh haven't seen him since um maybe USPKS or it might have been he might have been at the uh the spring national or the winter nationals with you. Uh, so it's been a while since we've seen him. Isert was there at the Spring Nationals uh, last weekend. And then, uh, yeah, as you said, Rentala uh, carrying the GFC banner in that category. We actually have, what, seven different chassis in the, in, of the seven different, almost almost seven different chassis and seven different drivers that we have with Cosmic, Talcourse, Tony Cart, Illuminos, uh, Tony Cart, and GFC. Yeah, I added Flavio Aquini, Mauricio Parada, and Peyton Fayen, uh part of the action. So it's, it's there are, as we said, seven drivers pre-entered. Love to see it get up to ten or more. Because uh, if you're a, if you're a local driver, somebody in the Pacific Northwest, this is a really st- solid opportunity, David, to challenge yourself. Right? We're talking about you know three of the three or four of the top uh, young junior drivers in the country. You know, Gaffera obviously right up there. Icert and Cameron, as we said up top of the challenge of the Americas. It, this, these, this is some big talent coming in to run a Pat's acres this weekend. Yeah, it will be. It's great, great opportunity. Again, when you go, when you're, when you have an event like this in your area, it's, it's, it's wise to go to that event. <laughs> Let's move to the masters hundred CC class. And I know there's one driver who is absolutely just Jones and geeking out over this weekend, right? Uh, getting a chance to come up here and run essentially at, at kind of his home track. Yeah, Mike Smith. I actually was messaging him last night, you know, kind of talking about the event. He's like, "Okay, when what what's the good night to be to be trackside?" 
I told him, well, pretty much every night since me and you were camping there. <laughs> That's it. Um, but yeah, he was a little disappointed. I think he wanted to do the double duty. He was really geeked about having a, a Briggs 206 category on the weekend. Fortunately, that didn't come to fruition. But uh, but I think Smith coming back to a home race track and being able to race in a category that he does really well in uh, 100cc Masters, I think that'll be uh, he'll be a good measuring stick for the rest of the field. Yeah, look, look at another driver to, to battle it out with, too, Scott Fermanek. Uh, he's going to be strong. He was good at the Super Nationals this past year. Uh, five in total, though, in the 100cc Masters class. Smith will be the guy they're chasing, although there is a couple of maybe more local guys to see if they can step things up to, to battle it out with Smith. Yeah, again, introducing ourselves to, to drivers we haven't seen before or haven't even mentioned possibly <laughs> in, it, right? in race reports. So that'll be, uh, that'll be kind of the catalyst all weekend long. And again... Maybe we'll have we'll have walkups in this category as well. Maybe one wearing an EKN shirt or or suit. We'll see. <laughs> You're bringing your stuff. I'm not bringing my stuff. I got I'm, I got to go straight to uh, Mid Ohio uh, after this event for the Road to Indy. So I'm not packing my stuff all over the place. But I'll, I, I will say this: my I had my other helmet. It was sitting in the in the Rawlson Performance Group trailer. So I'll have a helmet at least. We'll see. All you need to bring is a suit, Rob. That's true. I can I can take it wherever you need it to go. That's true. Well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> we could maybe we could go. Maybe we can swap. I know I have long legs, but I can I can sit in any cart. Maybe yeah. you race. Maybe do you qualify it and I'll race it. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Now we're talking. Yeah, I have a twenty. I have a twenty-nine inch inseam. My my legs go straight out. They don't bend when I race carts. <laughs> I look like well, AJ. I, I look I like would, AJ in a go kart. I could look. I could look like old school karting with the knees above the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Knees in the breeze, buddy. Knees there in the breeze. Oh, yeah. uh, all right, folks. One more break of the action. We get back. We'll just give you a quick little look at the mini Swift and micro, micro Swift classes for each for this coming weekend's California Rock Championship. Are you ready to go from carts to cars? Since 1975, the Skip Barber Racing School has taken great drivers and made them champions. Today, we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners. Make the transition from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. You'll compete at the most iconic tracks in America. Race weekends include your very own equalized Formula 4 race car, a professional crew, expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. This is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com. Winning takes top quality equipment, flawless preparation, experienced coaching, and passion. And at Team GFC, we live our passion. Developed by American karting champion Gary Carlton, the GFC chassis has become one of the newest brands to reach the top of the podium in North America. GFC has garnered victories and championships at all levels of the sport since its debut at the end of 2018. Shipper car drivers are at the front of the field in the GT14 frame, with the SS31 a consistent contender in tag and 100cc competition. Team GFC has arrive and drive packages available for all categories, including the mini and micro classes utilizing the GFC RR5 cadet chassis. These young pilots have the opportunity to be part of the Team GFC Young Driver Development Program. Learn from one of the best American carters with 28 years racing at the highest levels in the sport 
offering personalized training on and off the track. Follow GFC Karting on Facebook and Instagram or click over to gfccarting.com to learn more about joining Team GFC. GFC, live your passion. Welcome back. We'll cap things up with episode number 40 of our EKN Outlap series. Again, this is our preview podcast for an event part of the EKN Trackside Live program. And myself, Rob Howden, and David Cole will be trackside at Pat's Acres Racing Complex. I think it's been about five years or more since I've been there. David has never been to this iconic facility, so I can't wait for him to uh, drive up Arnt Road and, and roll into the racetrack and get a feel for what this place is like. It's one of the most iconic tracks in the, in the sport. Again, built back in 1965. Uh, David, let's have a look at the Mini Swift and Micro Swift categories. Four drivers in each. Ideally, we'll get a couple more walk-ups. But again, looking at the drivers that we have, there's there's some guys that, uh, you know, both in Mini and Micro who have done well, both in the off-season and throughout the, you know, the 2022 season as well. Yeah, the name in mini rock that, uh, that kind of stands out, Jackson Gibson. We've seen him kind of elevate himself in the micro category uh, across the country uh, yeah. under the Rolleston Performance Group tent. So this will actually, I think, be his mini uh, debut as he continues to race micro across the country. But, you know, with this one-off event, it allows that kind of, you know, opportunity to get it, get a taste for that next level. And Jackson Gibson is going to be in the mini rock category. So, uh, again, good, uh, you know, we're seeing good results out of him at the national level, both uh, USPKS and uh, Supercarts USA Pro Tour. So we'll see uh, see how he stacks up this weekend, moving that making that jump up. Yeah, we'll see Axel Bodish and Jack Bodish in the mini rock category as well. Austin Elliott bringing a number of drivers up from California with his Speed Sense Motorsports crew. Eric Doan running in the mini Swift category. And David, the driver who was so impressive at the Challenge of the Americas in micro rock uh, back through January, February, March, March, Cason Hodge, I think will be the driver to beat for sure, at least out of the gate uh, in micro. Yeah, Cason was able to score what I think five straight victories to begin the challenge. Uh, this past year in the micro rock division, uh, yeah, won five of the six that, uh, so went four straight, lost, uh, the, the fifth round, but ended up winning in round six and, uh, did really well racing with the mini drivers at that time as well, too, because they kind of had the mini and micros, uh, mixed in together. And so did fairly, fairly well this, this past, this past winter. Uh, we'll see, uh, making that, uh, that run up to Pat's acres, how he uh, adjusts to, to a track like that compared to what we saw, uh, at the challenge of the Americas. Yeah. All told looking for some great racing in the cadet categories, Jackson Benham and uh, Maximilian de Guzman involved as well. We'll see if we get some more walk-ups as we said, but bottom line is David, we got some, some pretty good, cool categories to watch. You know, the one thing about a track like this, you don't need 40 carts for it to look good, right? It's seven tenths of a mile. It's a tight racetrack. The 17 carts is going to be big. I'd love to see, you know, rock shifter get up over to 10, maybe 12, 15. I'd love to see some walk-ups here, but the bottom line is we're going to have some great racing. Everybody's there to have a good time. And, and we're just, you know, we're just looking forward to getting back to the racetrack and, and having some fun for sure. Yeah. Anytime we're with Saisman and the challenge crew, it's, it's a good time both on and off the racetrack. Again, we're going to see some competitive racing all weekend long. And again, a different format that, than we're used to and still waiting to hear what, what Andy's going to come up with. So that'll be fun to see. And again, and again, it's just going to be a fun-filled weekend for, for all of all that's involved this weekend. 
Our focus is to leverage essentially all of our platforms. We talked about doing a tent talk potentially with the Rawlison Performance Group up there as well. So that'll be on YouTube. We'll, of course, be on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll have a big Instagram story. You know, we'll be doing our one-minute flat morning shows. We may even do some live debrief shows as well if you want to tune into that. There's a lot of stuff we're going to do. You can follow us on all our social media platforms. The hashtags that we'll use will be hashtag EKN at CRC for the California Rock Championship, hashtag Let's Rock, and hashtag park. Pat's Acres Racing Complex, the park, as they call it, uh, is going to, again, play host this coming weekend. Looking forward to seeing the Eggers. Looking forward to getting trackside. It'll be a different weekend for us, as we said, David. We're staying in a rental trailer. Went on outdoorsy, rented a trailer. It looks like a good one. And uh, hopefully you don't snore all night long because, uh, again, like you said, you and I really, I don't think we've stayed in a trailer before. Come on. I mean, it's so different. We'll probably be further apart than we are at a hotel room. So, you know, we don't sleep in the same bed, but, you know, they're next to each other. So at least we'll have our own little cubbies (laughs) to be able to sleep. And, you know, I can be on my phone without, you know, listening to you snore. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. You have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, Right. Big thank you to DID Chain. Again, our uh, presenting sponsor for this edition of the EKN Outlap, episode number 40, as I had said. Uh, Again, it's time to head uh, west, Pacific Northwest, to be exact. David Cole and I. uh, David, let's put it this way. People think we're living the dream, right? And we do. We have fantastic jobs. I love what we do. We're in the sport. You and I are both lamenting the fact, though, that we're getting up at 3.30 in the morning on Thursday morning to try to get to the airport. My flight's at 7 o'clock. I need to be there by 5, which means I need to leave my house at 4. I'm up at 3.30. It's going to be a long, long day. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of that's just the way the uh, the airline <laughs> booking procedures are going right now. Yeah, Unfortunately, well, listen, not. We're trying to get out there decently early, too. That's the key, right? Yeah, but uh, unfortunately, there's just not a lot of flight availabilities and yeah. flights are very expensive right now. So that's oh. kind of the, the hard heartache of, of the travel that we're doing. But uh, excited to get uh, excited to get out there and get uh, get trackside. Yeah, we'll get going. We'll, we'll probably have some uh, social media rolling right there right around the after the maybe one, two o'clock hour when we get there to the track on Thursday afternoon. Of course, we'll be trackside super early in the morning, ready to roll everything out on Friday during practice and, and testing. And of course, uh, once the schedule does get confirmed, we'll let you know when we're going to go wheel to wheel racing. Looking forward to the weekend up at Pat's Acres Racing Complex. We do appreciate you tuning in to this edition of the Outlap. We'll be recording our debrief podcast, the race report on the Tuesday following the event. So look for that to come next week as well. But again, live coverage, ECAN trackside live, play by play all weekend long, race reporting, social media coverage, probably a tent talk in there as well and maybe even a short little late-night live debrief on Facebook. We do appreciate you tuning in listening to the EKN Radio Network. If you have not yet downloaded the EKN Radio Network app for your mobile device, get that done. Best way to uh, tune into all of our broadcasts. And now, new for 2022, we're actually streaming our live coverage through the EKN Radio Network app as well. You don't have to go to Mixler if you don't want to or the EKN Live page. We're doing it right through the EKN app. So wherever you are, live coverage, and again, this weekend, the California Rock Championship. On behalf of everybody here, including David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.